For those who have an open mind for new ideas, who seek to create long-lasting success, and who believe that your success requires the aid of others, I offer you a challenge. From now on, start with why. Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives, our Leaders or Readers series, episode number six. I cannot believe that we are six books in already. Wow. Well, for today's book, I already gave you a clue in that quote. Start with why. How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action by Simon Sinek. If you are not living under a rock, you've heard of this book. And I know if you're listening, you definitely are not living under a rock. This has sold over a million copies. And Simon Sinek is a highly decorated speaker and a person who goes into organizations to help organizations discover their why again. So this is an absolute treat, especially for early entrepreneurs. Why? Okay, well, I'll tell you why. Simon Sinek says, knowing your why is foundational to building a business, is foundational to starting a movement, to spreading your thought leadership. So it doesn't matter what you are, a coach, a business strategist, a copywriter, a whatever your business is. He says that you need to start with why. So let me give you some context to this. Simon Sinek says that a lot of us make the mistake of always leading with what we do, whether you're just an entrepreneur with a small business or whether this is a corporation, we all make the mistake of leading with what we do. And he says that's a huge missed opportunity when you begin with what you do. Whenever you start with what you do, you commoditize yourself. So let's take the example of us as early entrepreneurs. Say you're networking and at any networking event, you might find 10 life coaches. In fact, if it's a life coach in networking event, everybody's a life coach. You might find 15 of whatever it is that you do. So whenever you're asked, well, what do you do? And you begin by telling them, well, I'm a life coach or I'm whatever you are. Now that person is literally drowning you out because there are 15 of you who have just said you're life coaches or there are 20 of you who have just said you are, in my case, business strategists. And a lot of times I know entrepreneurs were taught we should begin by saying, I help so-and-so do blah, blah, blah by doing X, Y, Z. And that's sort of the intro that we've sort of been taught about how to express who we are, whether that's on social media or in person. Now, if you think about it, that once again is kind of commoditizing ourselves. We're just beginning with what it is that we do. And Simon Sinek says, tell people why you do what you do. Because when you talk about why you do what you do, that's the only way that you can inspire someone to take action. And he says, when you begin with what you do, then that person has turned you into, some people talk about it as being a coffee bean. You've just made yourself so undifferentiated from everybody else. And that doesn't inspire. When you want to sell and you've turned yourself into a what? Into a commodity. To the person that you're selling to, they're now just thinking, well, how can I get the most out of this for the cheapest? And for small businesses, that is a recipe for one, burnout. And it's a recipe for absolutely resenting your clients. You want to inspire people. And when you inspire people, Simon Sinek gives the example of Apple. And he says with Apple, think about it. Are Apple computers so much more better than other computers? Mm, probably not. Are Apple computers or iPods or whatever it is that they're what, you know, the products that they provide, are they significantly better than all the other products out there? No, probably not. Well, then why is it that they've developed this sort of cultish following for people who 
buy Apple products? Why are people willing to spend hours in the middle of the night, in the freezing cold and in the rain, waiting for the newest Apple product to come out? He says the reason is Apple has managed to clearly express their why. What is Apple's why? He says Apple's why starts with their founders, Steve Jobs and Wozniak. He says that these two co-founders, they were in college. Their thing was sort of fighting power, you know, the governments that hold power, the big companies that hold power, and wanting to put power in the hands of the individual. How to make the individual more powerful. So hello, iPhone, iIndividual, iPod, iIndividual. And they wanted to do things differently, to turn around the way that things are done, to disrupt, to go into industries and completely change the way that things are done while putting the power in the hands of the individual, of the I, right? So everyone who buys Apple products sort of identifies with that story. Simon Sinek says, when people understand your why and your tribe is attracted to your why, they don't buy your products because of what you're selling. They buy your products because of themselves, because of the fact that they've taken your why and connected with it so much that that why is now theirs. So the person who buys Apple computers isn't because they love Apple, the company. It's because of what the Apple computer says about them. Well, I've gotten far ahead of myself, so I'm going to backtrack us a little bit. The framework of this book is what Simon Sinek refers to as three golden circles or the golden circles. And he says that in the golden circle, the inner core of the circle is why. Why do you do what you do? And he says that it's critical. And in the case of us as entrepreneurs and small businesses, the why is usually embodied in the founder. Your why for why you do what you do is going to be the DNA of your organization. That is going to be the why of your organization because you embody the why. Think about it. Apple today merely translated Steve Jobs and the co-founder's why to being the organizational why. And that why started with the founder. He even talks about in the case of Bill Gates. He says that for Bill Gates, when he started out, even before Microsoft, his thing was about how to increase the ability of the masses to reach their full potential. That was his why. And even though so many things have changed, his why hasn't changed. The second layer of the golden circle is how. So the inner core is why. We want to understand why we do what we do. The second layer is, well, how are we going to go about accomplishing our why? And the how can take lots of different forms, but it's guided by a constant why. So back to the example of Bill Gates. Remember, his why is sort of helping the masses reach their full potential. With Microsoft, when they started out, their idea or the vision they had was that every desk was going to have a computer of their own. And this was in a time where a computer was this huge mainframe computer that only huge organization had that was housed in a room. And it was just a unique thing to big corporations. And they said, well, how can the masses reach their full potential? For the masses to reach their full potential, every desk must have a computer. And that was their why. And if you look at today, even though Bill Gates has resigned long resigned from being CEO of Microsoft. His why is still the same. In their work with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, still their focus, the why, is helping the masses reach their fullest potential, whether that's through providing education, through providing medication, vaccines, for people to be able to live lives, the masses, to be able to live their lives and reach their fullest potential. So he says, remember we said how in the beginning we often do things the other way around. We begin with what we do, and then we talk about how we do it, and then we neglect the why. He says, when you do things from the outside in, 
you miss the opportunity to build something that will have long lasting success. He says, when you do that, it doesn't mean that you won't be successful. You will be. But if you want long lasting success, he says, lead with why. Now, the last outer ring, right, is what we often do is the what. So in a core why, second layer, how we're going to accomplish the why. And then the outer layer of this golden circle is the what, which is what people experience. And he says that you should make sure that those circles are in balance. And what does it mean? Well, he talks about what it looks like when the circles are out of balance. And he says, whenever your what doesn't match your why, it's confusing. It's confusing to the market. It's confusing to the customer. He gives the example of VW. And VW was known as sort of the common man's car. And at some point, because of what was happening, the luxury car market with premium prices and the success of that, VW decided to come up with their own luxury car to take advantage of that opportunity. And critics were raving about this vehicle. But in the market, it flopped. And it didn't flop because it wasn't a good vehicle. No, it was a very good vehicle. It flopped because it confused the mind of the customer. Because when a person thinks of VW, they think of the common man's car. They don't think of a luxury car at a premium price. It doesn't make sense. So if you remember back to our marketing 101, a confused mind doesn't buy. So that's an example of sort of when your golden circle is out of balance. And for entrepreneurs, let's give a practical application. We have so many opportunities, you know, to get into blockchain, to try and sell digital products, to try and sell courses, to to do NFTs. There's so many opportunities in today's world of ways in which to increase your business, ways in which to make money. But he says, the question you should always ask yourself, knowing your why is a way of fitting opportunities. If the opportunity, the what opportunity doesn't align with your why, immediately disqualify it. Because he says that creates an out of balance circle. Use your why as the anchor to understand what it is that you're going to do and how it is that you're going to do it. Because when that circle is in balance, you attract your tribe. Your tribe, remember, is interacting with the outer layer of the circle. You're not interacting with how you came up with the why or the processes and systems of the how. They're interacting with the final product, the outcome of the what. And when that what clearly expresses your why, your tribe will be attracted to what you do. And for small businesses, this is exactly what we want. We want our tribe to find us. And we want to over-deliver in what we say we're going to do to our tribe so that they become loyal customers and they spread the word about what we do. They connect with that why and they've made that why their own. Now, but people will say, well, does that mean that I can't take advantage of opportunities that come that don't align with my why? He also gives an example of Toyota. He says that after Toyota watched what happened with VW, they realized that for them, Toyotas, again, people associate Toyota with the everyday person. So for Toyota, he said, when they realized that creating a luxury car while you're trying to be the common man's car, it doesn't make sense. They created a a different brand, the Lexus. And Lexus, their why, how, and what aligns with a luxury vehicle at premium prices. That makes sense to the customer. But for Toyota, that wouldn't make sense. So I just thought I should answer that because I'm sure that entrepreneurs, you'd be thinking, well, so shouldn't I take advantage of opportunities? Make sure that your golden circle is in balance because you want it to be clear who you are, why you do what you do, so you can attract the people who would love to take on your cause with you. Now, as entrepreneurs, as we go out there networking, remember, people are going to ask you, what do you do? Don't lead with what you do. Lead with why you do what you do, and then mention what you do. When you're pitching clients for sales, 
Begin with why you do what you do. Inspire before you go into what you do. On your marketing on social media, don't commoditize yourself. Lead with why you do what you do because your why is your biggest differentiator and it allows you to connect. Now, another example that Simon Sinek gives in the book, he talks about Southwest Airlines. Founders of Southwest Airlines started this company at a time when people associated flying with people wearing suits and that flying was sort of this thing that was not accessible to the everyday person. It was for people who had a lot of money. And their vision was that everybody should have an opportunity to fly. And because that was their why, making it so that every person can go wherever they want to go, they had to make decisions that aligned with that why. So for example, when other airlines were trying to make things a little bit more comfortable as a way to compete, when they were trying to add extras to differentiate themselves. Southwest Airlines was not doing that. Why? Because that was not in alignment with their why. Their why is to make it as cheap as possible so that the everyday person can be able to fly. And the everyday person who understands why Southwest Airlines does what they do will always choose Southwest Airlines over other airlines because it's the airline that's fought for the common person to fly. If you find that you're getting tired of your business, Simon Sinek says, go back and understand if you've kind of gotten misaligned with your why. Because if you're aligned with your why, you inspire yourself, you inspire the people who work with you, you inspire the people who work for you, and ultimately you inspire your final customer. Well, as always, there's a write-up on the website. It's free. It's for you. Go to www.reinventingperspectives.com, sign up and get that free write-up and begin to operate from your why. This is very, very powerful. This book has sold millions for a reason. Corporations are having trainings on this book for a reason. This is a massive differentiator that you can have in the market as an entrepreneur, as a small business. Understand your why, have clarity around your why, and communicate your why effectively. If you got any value out of today's episode, please do me two massive favors. One, please share it with someone that you know would benefit from this information. And secondly, please leave us a review in your podcast listening app. This will help us grow the show and get bigger and bigger guests that will benefit you even more. Thank you so much for that. I absolutely value your time. Thank you for spending time with us listening to the Reinventing Perspectives podcast. Thank you and see you again next week. <music>